Down. It's a comic book podcast after the Super Bowl. I'm your host, Henry Gilbert, the host of Cape Crisis, the podcast about capes and graphic novels. And I sequential art, Henry. A little bit before the sequential <laughs> art. H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. That's my name. And I'm here with... Chris Antista. Why did you just open that and you chugged half the bottle? It's tasty. All right, that's not how you drink. If alcohol doesn't have bubbles in it, I drink it pretty fast. Man. Isn't that right, Brad? Sure is, Henry. Uh, to drink busy he graduated to pear cider over here. It's it's better than the Mad Dog you were drinking before. Yeah. Man. The Mad Dog really is like Drano. <laughs> <laughs> well, these Welcome taste back. crisp. I, I wouldn't mind having one sometimes. You guys should see my hand motions for crisp. It was, it was jazzy. It made me want to bite into an autumn apple. First off, from the news in the Ozarks, did you guys see the Ozarks? That's uh, close to my home. Ah, it's Branson, Missouri, dog. But Table uh, Rock Lake, what's up? <laughs> but in the news, guys, did you see? It is rumored that Penny Marshall and Carrie Fisher are a lesbian couple. <laughs> this is in the exam. Is this Henry Dish section? I hope so. I'm just saying that's that's Henry's a pretty crazy. Dish. That's a pretty crazy lesbian couple. To, uh, Wait, Carrie Fisher and who? Penny Marshall. Who's Penny Marshall? Gary Marshall's sister who played Laverne. Try harder. On, she played Laverne on <laughs> Laverne and Shirley. That. She directed... One of the Wayne's World. She directed Big. That's big? her big one. Okay. No pun intended. I didn't, what anyway, they, what? Like she's a big vagina? What? No, they just said it's it was her big like, movie was big. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, God, I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. That was my mind. Anyway, vagina. Yeah, that was one of the rumors. <laughs> it's one of those rumors. We've got a six-inch vagina, an eight-inch vagina over here. I don't know what's big. Ten-inch vagina. vagina. Just belly button to butthole. Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> Sorry, I brought this up. Anyway, yeah, that's. She uh, can sit in a roll cone and make it disappear. <laughs> I'm just waiting to see if like Carrie Fisher will come out as one of those late-in-life lesbians like Meredith Baxter. Who are all these people? She was the mom on grow. Uh, no, Family Ties. The mom on Family Ties. I have a vague semblance of a, of a shape with hair. There are women who um, men grow disinterested in, and then resort to this uh, evil yeah. lifestyle. Carrie Fisher. <laughs> Carrie Fisher. Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I somehow was be... thinking. I pictured um, Star of H two O and True Lies. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. That's who I was picturing <laughs> for some reason. She's about ten years younger. I'd rather okay. see her in the slave layout. Mm-hmm. I would. Yeah, it's a, it's an attractive outfit. I feel like that outfit's oh attractiveness has been overstated at conventions now. I'm just. What do you mean? The slave Leia convention. Well, I feel for the ladies who dress as slave Leia because they kind of you kind of have to go without panties for it, like for a legit outfit, and then they shame. have to walk around that way. And, like I've seen them like have to cross the street quickly, but holding their flaps yeah. to their legs. Yeah. It's a it's a tough look and it, uh, it, whatever ladies I wish I had a vagina. <laughs> I don't think people appreciate how much work. Well yeah, that, that? Would, like you I the same year I saw a dude who was <laughs> Namor which is a trident and green underpants and he was just walking around like that. I was like, yeah, it's a gutsy move. If I had the physique I'd be like, yeah, why not? Yeah, but then we I've noticed an uptake of like let's just say bearded pax goers saying ye uh-huh. Yeah. That's it, and then like it's just they totally embrace exactly what their body type is yeah. and become awesome for one day. It's like, amazing, yeah, amazing. Uh, but all right, guys, let's talk about the real big news: the big game. The, the, I watched it with Mike Grimm and the, Dave Rudden. The copyright to the big game. 
It was great, man. I well, what? It was a total blowout. Well, me right? not having any any reason to root for either team, it was one of the most entertaining foot footy ball games I've ever seen. A mistake. Okay, not only not only was that 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 amazing like first snap and it goes right over Peyton Manning's head, which uh-huh. is which is like, oh my god, that like, should never happen like, in professional games. Like that should never like one that should never like the Super Bowl, the first the, the first. It's like. Ah, God, this is great. I'm getting hammered. I'm ready for this. And the fact that that was just a precursor to the entire game of them, every kickoff not even getting past their 30, maybe even the 20, and then every constant fumbles and interceptions and just getting destroyed. But then I realized Mm -hmm. it didn't even start with that first snap. The coin toss was fucked up. Because whatever dude who was from that who played in that stadium, because I don't know anything about football, Peyton Manning of the Broncos. No, no, no. Like the coin toss, they always have some like local kind oh, of yeah, yeah, some yeah. football celebrity come out. A guy who was always famous for wearing fake fur coats. He came out in his fake fur coat. <laughs> he used to play or coach or whatever it was he did. Comes out. He just flips the coin, and the the refs like, oh shit! Like grabs the coin out of the air, and is like, you have to ask the team what they have, oh. they have to call it. You never ask the team to call it. Wow. So it's like the coin toss was fucked up. See, and then, and everyone's like, uh-oh. And it's like, that's when I walked in. I'm like, wow, that's embarrassing. There's probably 30 million people watched you do that. <laughs> and then the first like kickoff, okay, they run it. And wow, what a horrible kickoff. They're basically on their own field. They're on their own end zone. <laughs> and then they snap and safety. And it like, ugh. The most I've talked about football my whole life. I, I really don't like where this is going. It was, I cannot... I, Really I watched, don't want you to I didn't watch it. No. I was watching I watched, a marathon of Thirty Rocks. <laughs> I watch one football game a year because it's it's like I understand. It's like the one one that you can go like there's something actually on the I line. Understand. I did a shitload of chores, watched her, read a Superman comic, and finished Zelda. I've it's great. That's so a that's a better myself. use of time. But I've done all, I have done all those things already. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you even wow. read a Superman comic? Yes, your story I have. Checks up. Your I story have checks actually. Up. I can talk about it later in the show. Uh, but did you guys see the commercial? I saw the cap trailer. Yeah, the cap trailer was, was really great. good. Yeah, that was really good. And the buzz on the previewings of it are like really strong. They've been very positive, and like the the rumor is that they already want to sign the directors they, for the third did, film. I thought. I thought they did. It, I read that it wasn't concrete. Oh, they want to okay. wait until the money comes in. Though I can't see it not <laughs> making half a billion dollars because, but, like, yeah, the Thor Thor two got a huge bump. It made way more than the first Thor. Oh, and yeah. Cap two, the word of mouth is really strong. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Okay, and I was just reading a quote from the like the Disney executive is saying that like, oh Thor didn't lead into the Avengers. Captain America will. Don't worry, Avengers Ultron. Like he's huh. saying, yeah, that do, 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 this do, will be the connective tissue to I Avengers Ultron. Do believe the post credits reveal has been leaked online? I read that too, and, and I wished I had. I've been avoiding the shit out of it. Do not say it in front of me or this uh, audience. But anyway, that trailer was great. Like the. the <clears throat> The Winter Soldier just looks so awesome. Like they seem to be handling him ripped straight from the comic yeah. books. Yeah, and like Is Fury it... looks awesome too. Mm. The and the Black Widow. I hope you all took advantage of that uh, Winter Soldier sale that was going on last mm. week that I tweeted out in lieu of an episode of Cape Crisis. Yeah, sorry about that. Should be. Had, I had stuff. Gas problems. I was no. I I was exercising actually. Wow, really? I've joined the Y. I've started going. It's fun to stay oh, there. Me too, dog. I've been swimming. Mm-hmm. I I don't have the confidence yet to swim. I mean, I need to lose a little weight first before I feel. I 
You do, you I, do it, and I'll wax my back. I have, there with you. <laughs> I have changed once in the changing room there, and that was enough for me. Of like, I can't do this. I have to change at home and come in. And I have a place. I have a Bay Area membership. I can go to any Y around here. Uh, really? Yeah. Is it still? Uh, Mine is a three story one. It's got three pools on in the basement. Why three pools? Not just one big one. I don't know. I know how pools work. <laughs> they got three pools. Wow, That's three pools? Right Damn. Yeah. <clears throat> they're not three huge pools, but they're three pools. The ones that are above ground. <laughs> but, uh, it's really dumb. It's the F-Zero uh, pool. They're all below ground. But yeah, it was just weird. I, Is I When I went into the locker room, I had not been in a locker room in a very long time. <laughs> yeah, I've seen more uh, specifically Chinese men's dicks. <laughs> Mm. in the last two months than I would ever have hoped to in my life. <laughs> but the number of men, like, it's a confidence I just don't have, where I'm uh-huh. like, all right, head to toe, completely naked, and I'm just going to, like, slowly just walk around and, like, dry mm-hmm. off. and like You could put a towel on. Like, you, you could, yeah. but nobody does. It's just whatever. You I'm like, really uh-huh. got to wash your Coke in there. <laughs> it's just like, Ugh, yeah, I get it. a bad yeah, joke. I understand. Bad joke. <laughs> Uh, the one time I went there, I had... I don't was, know why it's so many Chinese guys. It was like it really dudes is. 30 and over there. Like, this is after work, so... It, well, yeah, that's... The, I mean, you know, there are a lot of Asians in Berkeley, but uh, most of them are just students, though. But uh, yeah. it's more... It's just... And, like, yeah, when I... I was already feeling weird enough going in there the first time, and then, like, I walked in the door and then turned my head, like, am I in the right one? Guys asked. And I was like, oh, all right. And then just changed... Looked at the floor and then left, and uh, and then I thought to myself, well, I only live three blocks from this place. I'm just going to change it home. I'm going to change the handicap stall. <laughs> yeah, but then you feel weirder. Like I'm like, am I not supposed to look? Am I supposed to look? It's... You're supposed to look. That's the rule. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean supposed to? You're, just, you're supposed to go about your own business, Henry. Mm-hmm. My dicks are right there. But if you want to jerk off, you have to ask permission. <laughs> There's a whole thing when I filled out my signature. Or I filled out the thing. They had a they had a part in there that like no sex, no sex of the line, <laughs> nothing. Don't even if somebody like can write you out for like even like uh, propositioning somebody in the line. Are you serious? Yeah. Is this, a, is the well, I don't is the, know is how... Does the Christian C still stand for anything? Well, they just call it the Y. I feel like if mm. they they overemphasize the Christian too much in Berkeley, the they, young be, men, they'd be thrown out of there. Young Man's Christians Association, I believe, mm. is what it stands for. Yeah, it's true. And then, you get free and, towels, though. That's what I like. And I don't know what happened in between that and the village people. <laughs> I've been told... I don't that, know where they got the idea that it was cheap. Well, there's just a bathhouse like in Berkeley too. That mm. they, can just, they can just go there if they Boy, want. Does people even need a bathhouse now, and you don't have to hide. <laughs> no, but it's just like you know, if you want to just why go to all the work of like grinder, like looking up dudes. And all just, the work of grinder. <laughs> just pay twenty bucks. <sighs> go to go to the bathhouse and just walk around until you know, somebody. For a straight male, grinder seems like it, it seems like a wish grancher. <laughs> it's it's not fair, not fair at all. <laughs> <laughs> Want to bang you? I guess I'll bang you. Right. You're close to me. I got to watch a lot of Hulu nights to get out. <laughs> We're All both right. at this. Cool. cool. All right. I got to get some. I was gonna get some groceries anyway. So. We're both at this airport with a layover. So <laughs> <may as> well. <laughs> Want to knock one out? All right. So go to the U.S. Airways Club. <laughs> It'll be empty. Don't bash. you worry. And the Spider-Man trailer was uh, it was good. It's chaotic. It's it's the Spider-Man stuff I love. It's, like it looks Spider-Man really cool. doing Spidey stuff looks really mm-hmm. cool. But then it keeps intercutting to the regular people stuff like I don't care about his relationship back when. I don't care at all about Oscorp stuff. And then when they're like why why is Oscorp watching you Peter? What's going on with your parents? Like I don't 
I don't give a shit. And then they're like, there's so many goddamn villains in it. Well, you said BJ Novak. BJ Novak is, is Alistair Smythe. Yeah. Oh, the wow. Creator, the creator of Spider Slayers. Jesus Christ. He's in it. Rhino, Electro, Green Goblin. And then they make sure to have all these shots in it. Like they had the shot of the right. dude walking by. Yeah. And Here's and Vulture's wings, wings Doc Ock's arms. And in the recent trailer, I noticed. They had doors. They had those bunch of doors in a row mm-hmm. lining yeah. up. It was specifically six. It was six doors. I pointed this out like four months ago on Laser Time. Well, not, the, not those doors. Yes, I did. They did. They have the numbers. Doors. Yeah, I did. I could link huh. you to the article if you well, want me to. I saw right. it. I can back him up on this. Sounds seems like I uh, did what Chang did with those bears in the most recent episode. But it doesn't. The, the, you the, fat dog did. Henry. The most <laughs> pessimistic way I can look at it, and it makes <laughs> it makes me want to see the movie even more. It's like Mark was saying, if I, I'm going to fail, I'm going to fail my way going all the way. Yeah, that's why I'm like, <laughs> I'm almost like super interested in this movie out of like what a Batman and Robin train wreck this is going to be. <laughs> what? Like I, I Rhino is going to be like Bane level. Like, what do you, yes. what is his character about? I'm the Rhino. Yeah, and he crashes his own you, suit. It, it seems like he, like from the photos we've seen and the reveals they've shown, it seems like the Rhino has to be introduced at the beginning of the movie like the ring slinger guy. To yeah, be beat the up as a joke. Shocked them, my bad. Ringslinger? It's Ringslinger, I'm pretty sure. That's, that's a nickname a, that's a, for the... That's a yeah. listener. That's a, well, that's a nickname for Green Lantern, and there, there's a guy called the Ringer who throws rings at Spider-Man. Yeah, in the Ultimate Comics. He's thinking of Shocker, the, the joke villain oh, yeah, yeah. who's always in the opening yeah, yeah. who robs a bank and sucks. Shocker, yeah, yeah that's Shocker's thing, to suck. Yeah, but that's the only thing fucking Paul Giamatti can do is fail. Yeah. He's gonna happen to I'm him. I'm the bad guy for five minutes. Uh, speaking of motherfuckers. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of portly character actors. Oh fuck's sake! I boy was uh, that depressing or what? Really was. Like, it really was. Jesus. It's just it, I never. It's going through my mind. He had so much more to give, but he did. He gave so much he already. Did. He was such a fun presence. In I every great movie. did not every realize it was him and Twister all along. <laughs> like I love Twister. I want to kiss you on the mouth. Like the <laughs> suck zone. Like I love Twister is such a dumb. It's my. It may be my favorite dumb movie. Mm-hmm. Like it is a dumb, dumb, was, dumb movie. And cool. that movie is fun as shit. Well, he was great in everything, even when the movie was bad. He's yes. in Patch Adams, and he's oh, awesome wow. in Pass, Patch Adams. I don't remember anything. But about I him. also saw this. I watched this. He is clip. the only thing I remember from Mission Impossible Three. Yeah, take your I'm wife. Hurt I'm gonna hurt her. You're gonna watch. <laughs> well, just in doubt, he was so like, "You've got no right." Yeah, yes, there's an order. He was you good took in vows. A, he was good in catching fire. Right? Yeah, I, I want yeah, to come out of your ears. I, I, to, I wanted to bring it up on the show or the Laser Time site for some reason. Write my own little obit because I did. I do fucking love the he guy. He was great, and then so uh, it's like I'm writing this because I'm just happy he wasn't in any Marvel movies. He didn't take a character with him. But he, I didn't. I hadn't he seen was. It. He was in uh, the Hunger Games. Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen Catching, Catching Fire, Fire, but yeah. yeah, he was good in that. Shit. But but apparently he had almost finished filming that. So he did he though. He's Heath Ledger. It, it, apparently it, he's in two movies that were at Sundance that were getting very good reviews too. Yeah, and I didn't even I didn't watch him in Capote because I was like. Mm-hmm. I thought it seemed too easy to be like, ah, he's Capote. He's I don't have to watch every impression Hollywood puts out in December. I know it was, just, yeah, it was exactly. It just seemed like, oh, what, it, the same kind of thing mm-hmm. they do with all those movies. Same with the, you know, Walk Hard. Not, not actually Walk Hard. Mm-hmm. Walk when, Alive. When but. do you think it'll do this Ouroboros style thing where 
an actor plays an actor playing a character. That could very well happen with the Philip Seymour Hoffman. Like story. like playing, like a, like a movie where Capone. a guy plays Jim Carrey playing Andy Kaufman. Yeah, there there will be a, uh, someday there will be an Andy. Well, I mean, Jim Carrey played Andy Kaufman playing Elvis Presley. Oh yeah, happen. yeah. All so. right. That, that did happen. <laughs> that did happen. All right. Yeah, my brain is messed up now. Did you know Why that Elvis you? Presley was a huge comedy nerd? Like for his time, I did not. Know. I had heard number one, like he loved Andy Kaufman. Mm-hmm. Like, and then second, they've said that he was a huge fan of Monty Python, specifically. Oh man, a dead bird sketch. <laughs> Spe- no, specifically, the, the Holy Grail. Like, wow, they, finally got to an Elvis oh. impersonation. In the, <laughs> yeah, in, fart in your general direction. <laughs> in the, in the, the documentary about the Holy Grail in the episode of the, wow. the, Holy, <laughs> the episode for the Holy Grail in the Monty Python six part documentary, the Lawyer's Cut. Bring out your dad. They talked to like an old friend of Elvis's who said like they were playing touch football on in Graceland one day, and then he like tackled uh, Elvis and he tackled him too hard and he was like, "Oh, Elvis, I'm sorry, man." And he gets but up, a he's flesh like, wound, man. Merely a flesh wound. <laughs> Damn, I predicted it. That's like my favorite part of Talk Radar 198 is That's somehow, name, somehow we get on Mr. Burns' impersonation of Elvis. And to take this back to comics, mm. uh, Elvis's look, his swoop of the hair, the, the way he, he parted his hair in the 50s, was inspired by Kid Marvel. Or, sorry, Captain Marvel Jr. Really? Yeah. Looks just like him. The facts are out there, people. Look him up. Mm. Yeah, the spider. So the Spider-Man stuff looks cool, and I also like that in the trailer. That wasn't what I took away from it, but I, I thought the spider, oh him being yeah him yeah, doing yeah. Spider-Man things him, him looks being, right. Yeah, it's really cool. I agree. And they finally made his eyes so yeah, big. His eyes are big. I think they're expressive expressive enough for them to not have him take off his goddamn mask every other scene. Oh, they will. I only saw one shot in there of him not having his mask. You can't have that gorgeous man with a mask on. <laughs> They pay all that money for Garfield they on his face. Can't they get some normal looking which it should be. It should like can you find a normal looking actor who's <laughs> like not that pretty? Philip Seymour Hoffman's dead, man. That's I'm Peter Parker. It. He's not supposed to look gorgeous. He's a like, movie star. So wait, that was the biggest revelation about Philip Seymour Hoffman. Well, one, what do his friends call him? Because I know they don't call him Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's that's a sad name. What do they call him? Phil? Uh PSH? Hoff. Hoff? I don't know. And then did, my one of my favorite roles he was in fucking happiness. Yes, fucking Jesus. happiness. Uh, what do you wear? Fucking hilarious. No, someone's like, did you know he was twenty two when he played that role? Whoa! Holy shit! He looked like forty. Maybe that guy wasn't. He meant lived a hard life. Apparently, he, well, yeah. The, the sad details of his death were that he mm-hmm. like he had been he had been sober for like twenty years and then. Fell off the wagon. See, and, kids, uh, this is why you save heroin. You save it. Wait until the kids have graduated. Then you can start pounding. But yeah, he's. Uh, but he was. Right uh, but then you die. Yeah, but like, what good are you after sixty? You know, all you can, all that's left to do is vote Republican. But he wasn't sixty. He could have been all these. I old didn't man say old. now. Save it. Oh, I save see. I see. It. I see. Uh, my favorite role is. Well, it's hard <sighs> to pick. One of my favorites is. Him and almost famous as uh, as, as Lester. Oh Banks. fuck yeah! yeah. He's he's uh, just so good. Like talking about how uncool people are, uncool are killing the only currency we really have with one another. Uh-huh. Mm. Just so how good. these guys rude and rock and roll. Rock is dead, and uh, and then he's talking about how much he hates the Doors, and he's like, man, uh, <laughs> so good. Brett, your favorite PSH role? Twister. 
Give right. me a band like the Guess Who. <laughs> yes, they have <laughs> courage to be drunken buffoons. Man, now I want to watch Almost Famous. Okay, love that. Movie. Only his scenes. In, well, that movie's pretty good. But his fun. scenes. In the past. I don't know. Rattle off all the movies in. I'll tell you. I but Boogie Nights. Uh, never seen it. I'm trying. Magnolia. Never seen it. The Master. Never seen it. Jesus. Um, Give uh, him Adams. Sought no recollection of it. Man, this is bullshit. Should I, did I need to get this, Pull up the this, this quiz time? He was on an episode of Law and Order. Never seen it. Punch Drunk Club. Saw it. Don't recall anything <laughs> about it. He was the mattress man. Who? <laughs> shut up. Shut, shut up. Shut <laughs> Shut Shut your fucking... Uh, there's a great something about pudding cups. There's so. a great clip set called just that made long before his death called um, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's The Creepy Perv. The like amount that I don't remember from each scenes. podcast every week and the amount I don't recall from movies and comics I've read that you've lent me makes me think I'm not did, did even see, a human being anymore. Did you see Moneyball? No. Damn it. Uh, Ides of March. No. Arthur? Did you? Yeah. What the fuck? Pirate Radio? You see Pirate Radio? No. Schenectady, New York. No. Charlie Wilson's War. No. Capote? No. Strangers with Candy. No. Cold Mountain? No. Uh, Mattress Man Commercial. That can't be the real. <laughs> That's punch. That must be an extra on Punch. Uh, I see. 25th Hour? No. Red Dragon? No. You didn't see Red Dragon? <laughs> Talented Mr. Ripley? Uh, no. Oh, he's so good at that. <laughs> oh, my God. Big Lebowski? Yes. Yes. Who he was is. he in that? <laughs> very small. Oh, oh Lebowski. Oh. Uh, Mr. Lebowski would really like to handle this privately. Mr. Lebowski's assistant. Yeah, sure. The rug is yours to keep. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, I do recall that. Hard eight. The yearling TV movie. That's. I think I've had enough. You, you've read enough. Twister. If anybody would like to hear more, uh, think fast music from Nickelodeon. My favorite Philip Seymour Hoffman line. Yes. Is food. Food from Twister. From Twister. Yeah. There you go. What uh, a, what a job! Really convinced me that man wanted food. <laughs> uh, man, there's been so much news in the past two weeks. I've forgotten most of it. Did you guys read any comic books? Or? I did. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we had to get the Super Bowl out of the way. Did then, we? And oh, then, the uh, commercials. Yeah, we talked about the two commercials. Did you see the Radio Shack commercial? It was basically like Radio Shack sucks. That was basically a Laser Time commercial. Laser Time the show. Laser yeah. Time the commercial. Alf didn't look right to me. It was definitely like a new puppet. And and well, he didn't puppet. talk, so they probably didn't have... Well, no, there's an extra. That you watch the online extra. It's uh, him looking at the phone. My so favorite fun. was... and I Because it's such a vague memory, I don't even have enough information to look it up. The guy wearing the inside-out unitard mm. from PBS in the morning. That would, all his organs would be shown. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Whoa. I don't know what his name is. Whoa. Whoa. He walks in for a brief second. Wow. In the beginning of that commercial. And Hulk Hogan is Hulkamaniac. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. California Raisins. Mm-hmm. Uh, California Raisins. But it was... It's just such a weird commercial because it was like pizza. It was like the... Domino's commercials were like, yeah, we know we suck. We're not going to suck anymore. Hey, you are. (laughs) And then I saw the uh, effects of that as I walked down uh, the street uh, and looked into a Radio Shack, and it was still completely empty. Uh, Mike Nelson had a great essay on how those are all secret government spy organizations that exist for nothing more. Uh, How much is $2 for this vacuum part? Yeah, can we have your name, address, and phone number? I see. I see what you're doing. That's a Radio Shack. I'm the the only one who's been in here for days (laughs) to buy a $2 phone cord. Yeah. Uh, Comic books read. Uh, I've read many. I want to hear. Let's hear it. Well, first of all, Superior 26? 
I read that. Uh, the goblins fought each other. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. cool. It was cool. And then I'm glad that Mackendale, uh, or Kingsley, I'm sorry, who can keep them straight, am I right? <laughs> uh, lives to fight another day. Yeah. Uh, spoiler, I guess. And then you saw that scar on the goblin, and I feel like they really want us to think it's, it's normal. That scar looked like an impact, like like he was made out of rocks or something. It didn't yeah. look like a... Didn't look like his a scar s- has not looked like that before. His scar was a scar. Like yeah, there's a big stripe across his chest. So, but wait, Norman, we've meant you've answered this before, but and I remember everything we talk about. <laughs> but as we've covered, uh, when where did he go after Dark Reign? Like, and he was Iron Patriot, and then like the after last, the siege, and he just so disappeared? after the siege, they caught him, and he escaped. Then he formed a super evil team with Hydra and the Serpent Society, fought the Avengers, got beat, was in a coma. That and that was like one of Bendis's last. That was Bendis's last big story, just in Avengers and New Avengers before Avengers versus X Men. Okay. And so Norman was in a coma at the end of that. Cut to the issue right before the brain swap. Right. Uh, his the the hospital sees that his bed is empty. His coma yes, bed is empty. I remember that. He has been missing since then. Okay. And so. Then this goblin group came up. He says he's Norman. Nobody's seen under his mask. And now he showed that scar, which should prove he is Norman. But he still hasn't seen I feel like this newest issue didn't show Menace or Cooper, whatever she became. Um, No, they did something. Well, or it was in the issue before where they're just like, all right, Menace needs Menace get Cooper to do something to prove she's gone evil. And she kind of did. What's her name? What was her name? The Goblin Queen or the guy? I can't remember. No, it was. Nah, who cares? It's like riot, scare, laughing or riot or not recall. Yeah, look it up. Anyway, uh, but yeah, so I read that. I mean, Superior's still good, and I Goblin mean, Nation starts now. The, and, the end and, story. The end story. And I mean, this whole issue was full of like Parker comes back, and you get all those really cool oh, like just monster, monster, yeah, simply monster. That's mm-hmm. right. Uh, you get all those cool like flashbacks of like. The old art, like Parker remembering mm-hmm. vaguely all that was left of him. Yeah, but he and only it, has five memories. Or yeah, it's just like those memories, but the panels are kind of preserved, and it was that that, that was a pretty neat effect. Mm-hmm. Um, I also got caught up finally on all new X Men post Battle of the Atom. Uh, I'm only just up to Battle of the Atom. Uh, you, without spo- where, where are they and what the fuck they went to? The new X Men went to all of them. They and Kitty Pride all went to. Well, Cyclops they all they joined up with Clops. They would join up with Cyclops. Outer space. But he hasn't even been in the last several issues because I guess mm-hmm. they're off in Uncanny doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so now it's gone into this trial well, of Jean Grey, which I actually think is a really cool story because it's them and Guardians of the Galaxy crossover, mm-hmm. um, which actually got me to finally read Guardians of the Galaxy. And I didn't <laughs> realize that Angela was part of them. Yep. Uh, yep. And it's just one of the I, only things that matter or that came out of Age of Ultron. Yeah so angry sorry to remind you of that um but yeah i just yeah ben just writing guardians of the galaxy it's just like you took something away it's the daniel bryan thing once you give it to the big guy <laughs> like once you make them the big dude it's like it's not an underdog anymore it's not fun uh but anyway and I, uh, had, I had fun with the first two issues and didn't feel compelled to read it again yeah i read the one starting with the the x-men crossover and it was mm-hmm. it was good so I, i'll probably now that i have marvel unlimited i'll probably read it that way because i'm, I'm but talk- it does I feel think- weird for it to get the status of being a bendis book yeah also, there's i just also, don't like the idea of one guy writing so much of the marvel universe mm-hmm. it bothers me 
There's, there's, I think there's two free infinite comments. Whoa, sorry. No, no, I was just looking at Chris because Chris was trying to say something. That's, I'm done. Okay. I'm two done. free infinite comics. Um, but the, uh, the, the storyline now is the trial of Jean Grey, which I thought was a really interesting point. Is Gladiator basically right. finds out, the Shi'ar find out, like, wait, Jean Grey's back? <laughs> oh, she's going, like, nope. She's dead. And she's dead, and the last time she was here, she killed a, a solar system, and we got to put her on trial and put her to death or whatever. And they're like, and it was just this fun moment in Guardians of the Galaxy where even, like, the Brood Queen and Supreme War and all these other people are like, but she hasn't done it yet. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't the same person. And it was just like, she's like, yeah, she did. <laughs> it's just like this insistence on we have to, we have to do. I don't know. It's an interesting idea that if Jean Grey came back, what would all the people who put up with the Dark Phoenix do? And that's kind of what this story seems to be. So, so unfair. That's neat. Um, plus, I just like the way they write her. She's like the most interesting she's been maybe ever. Where mm-hmm. this version of her that knows what she's going to become, mm-hmm. it's pretty neat. Well, and her and Beast together. That's a yeah. They didn't really play that up though. So mm-hmm. I think that was just that. Well, they just made out once. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. they didn't really stick with that. Like a, a Leia Lucas, just to piss but, someone uh, else off. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Um, well, though, what's his face? Uh, Bendis loves Kitty Pride. Like that's his does. favorite. She, and she's usually written pretty well. I like her a lot. Mm-hmm. I saw I saw a trailer for I love uh, Nightcrawler's reveal in Marvel Heroes, and it led me to believe I totally forgot to read Amazing X Men. Yeah, yeah, I bought, that. yeah I, bought the, I bought the first issue and was like, okay, fine. And it's totally it's the fun it. super book. Like yeah. that's what it is. Which is the, the most like the Claremont stuff I'd been reading for yeah. a while. Oh, I should be so stupid. Yes, yeah. and it is. It's really dumb on but, purpose. Well, it, what other character is going to be able to fight a battle? Then I wonder. Uh, now Wolverine's become a bad guy, so it's like, mm, what is he even a member? Yeah, the the new Wolverine number one for right. all new now yeah. came out this week. All it is now. the first one of him being a bad guy. How so. is he a bad guy? Did he turn heel and he kind of had a heel the turn? There's a there's a bad there's a villain who his mutant power is that he gives you the best offer an offer that's very 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 hard to refuse. It's not mind control. He just knows how to make the best possible offer to you. That is a that is a specific power I want like I have <laughs> named that I want. I could do it right now. Free so. HBO. Wow. Yeah, see? But yeah, he knows it's one you could turn <laughs> down, but you just wouldn't want to. And so this bad guy, like he's a low-level crime lord, but he has that power. And so he makes the offer to Wolverine, and Wolverine's like, yeah, all right. But partially it's that Wolverine apparently can't beat uh, Sabretooth anymore. Like, now the Wolverine doesn't have his healing power anymore. So he's trying right. to, like, he's going through a new Karate Kid type thing to learn How a new skill. How did he lose skill. his healing power? I don't know how it, because it, it he was, lost his healing power because there was a movie called The Wolverine. That's why he lost. No, it, it was but, in one of the this, the crossover. It was like they all lost their powers a little bit after. Uh, no, it's not related to the Phoenix Force. It's not. No, there was a storyline in the Wolverine called Killable, and okay. uh, that explains how it happened. I didn't read it though. I have the fr- I have the collection. From the one from last year, the Wolverine comic? The one that starts out with him chasing the alien kid? Yeah, I read, uh, yeah, I read the first one. two issues really of that. There's a storyline in there called Killable, which right. led to this. All right. And apparently part of it is that he can't, like, he, he has to wear, like, heavy armor now, and he, like, has to heal from wounds and normally. And Boy, this is really fun. Well, also, Spider-Man's out of the Avengers now. And, uh, in this Good. Co- and this storyline kind of puts Wolverine out of the Avengers, so I think finally... Good. The movie Avengers are strong enough that they don't need Spider-Man right, yeah. and Wolverine anymore. Good. I've never like been a that. fan of that. I get why 
Bendis had a hard on for that, but I'm yeah. like, you don't need that. Mm-hmm. Like these characters should stand on their own. Well, yeah, I read the I read the reasoning for that in like uh, it was in one of the last Bendis books where yeah, he writes that he wanted about, a Justice League. Yeah, that he it was him and Mark Miller at a at a a big Marvel writers retreat. And Miller was like, you know, I like the Justice League because as a kid, I only had enough money for one comic book. Mm-hmm. So why buy a Batman and a Superman and a Wonder Woman comic when I can buy one and get all of them? And then he's like, that's what the Avengers should be. It should give you Spider-Man, Wolverine, Iron Man, and Cap all in the same book. I don't disagree. It's just that Avengers was already a 50, 40-year so established thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, make, make a new team. I don't give a fuck. Just make a new team called something and put them on it. Why should I go see Frozen when I could watch Movie 43 that has all the celebrities in it? <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys read the Grantland interview with Friedberg and Seltzer? No. Oh, no, the the blank it, movie guys. Mm-hmm. It's good because you're like, you guys are that you wonder. There's they come off as they such made like idiots. date movies, superhero movie, all those yeah, awful. That what was no the superhero movies actually too good for them. Like they're the this, way you can tell their one. movies were. It was one of their movies, not some other shitty spoof. Mm-hmm. Was that they couldn't even get Saturday Night Live actors. <laughs> they had to get Mad <laughs> TV, TV people. Like, if they could get mad TV people. Then as the movies went on. And people make fun of their movies for being bad without having seen them. I watched Meet the Spartans. And it was one of the the worst atrocities (laughs) done to film ever. Mm -hmm. And in the the interview, they keep going like, well, look, we're not making films for critics. 13-year-old boys really love this. So, like, no. If I was 13, I rejected this shit when I was 13. I did like Adam Sandler movies, but I did not like. I can't think of what I, was I beneath that of Sandler back You then. guys have a place in this world, and mm-hmm. it's YouTube. You yes. don't belong in theaters. But they get to make millions, millions yeah. of dollars. And you should be making thousands of dollars on YouTube. They have this story in it where they, they say, like, well, how were they inspired that they, they went like, well, I went to college, and I found out there were these film classes. You just watch movies. And then I saw, I saw Goodfellas, and there's this line where he says, like, what am I a clown? Am I amuse you? And then they should cut back, and the guy's actually a clown when he says that. And I was like, that'd be so funny. And I thought that after thinking wow. of that joke, I decided I'd try to write screenplays, comedy screenplays. Oh, but didn't didn't you say that the big reveal is like, oh, your dad's a studio? Well, yeah, that's how they got their start. No, their dad was a very established director of the '80s and '90s mm-hmm. who directed Spy Hard, which was their first script of sold screenplay. Fucking terrible! Like it's and Spy Hard is way better than epic movie <laughs> and date movie. Like. Maybe. Um, Maybe. So Meet some, the Spartans is based on a comic book. Something else I read uh, this yes. week. Uh, Miss Marvel was rebooted. I need to read that. Uh, uh, yeah. So I don't know what... A lot of news. I don't know what Carol Danvers is doing. She's still Miss Marvel? Or? There will be a Miss Marvel reboot very soon. But 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 she's Captain Marvel. Ms. Marvel has now been inherited by a new... This yeah, new young so lady. It's, a, it's a new Miss Marvel. In the comics, she's 16, Muslim woman... Who is written bum, bum, bum. written by Muslim a, woman? A Muslim woman Whoa. drawn by a woman. I don't know. Not sorry. Oh, this sounds, <laughs> yeah, that was a great sound. It's just like this very sounds like like they came at it with a real agenda. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> I gotta say, like I read the first issue and it leans a little hard on like aren't white people obnoxious? 
Yes. But it's well, true. It's I'm true. from everybody in this comic book. It's true. I mean, again, if I, if I put myself in the shoes of someone who's not white, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I probably might see white people. To, but anyway, it's just a good comic. Like well, We're working on it every day. We're, we're trying. We're not all obnoxious. <laughs> no. Uh, what if we're just obnoxiously self-congratulating ourselves? Well, that's part, of, like, that's part of the conversations that happen. Like It's actually just a really humanizing comic book that ends with... This girl kind of wishing she was a superhero, and then it ends with, like, suddenly she is, and and that's how it ends. So I'm like, I don't know where this goes from here. Like, it ends with her. I don't want to spoil what happens, but it's like, I'm totally in. Like, I one, I want to support the idea of, like, there should be more women writers, period. Mm. That's why I read X-Men. That's why I read... um, Captain Marvel. Well, this. And it's like... a big-time fan of that. Uh, but just in general, like it's it's not just like women, right? It's just like you should like there are two genders. Mm-hmm. Any given medium, comics, movies, music should not be dominated by either one. Like you need voices in this shit, and to have it dominated by dudes is bad. We well, yeah, so, K- Kelly. Uh, that doesn't mean read bad comics because if a, if a writer's bad, a writer's bad. This uh, is a comic I actually enjoyed, so I would suggest just picking. But it it's up. also like. I, I think one thing that doesn't that is also a detriment to, to female writers is that like if you're a fat white dude, you can toil in obscurity and get better while no one's watching you. But by being a yeah. woman writing a comic book, yeah. a super comic, immediately everyone is watching you. So you have to be the amazing at the start. Like, and hot. I know is it <laughs> yes, that too. But as uh, like our old pal AJ Glasser told me that her like that her that she had been told by like women all her life is that you have to be twice as good as a man just to be recognized on the same level. Like it's just or taller or taller. But um, uh, yeah, I think yeah. it's, it's, it's a good comic. I would, I would check. I recommend it. I know Kelly Sue, uh, the, the authoress, <laughs> the authoress of uh, Captain Marvel. That. Let's not do that. She's, uh, <laughs> that was a joke. I don't think that is what, uh, the author, the writer of, of Captain Marvel she gave this whole speech um, at Comic-Con about how she's sick of being Smurfette everywhere she goes. <laughs> and she's the one girl on every panel. Yeah, exactly. And that's why it's like, it's just this other thing where I try to empathize a little like, it's a, it, it's th- these are thoughts I would not have had five years ago, much less 10 or 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, the idea of like, Miles Morales, like the idea of a black kid, mixed race kid, doesn't matter. Anyone not white, having a superhero to look up to like, mm-hmm. as white kids, we had, like, it didn't even register as, wow, a white kid, just, yeah, just like me. Like, it's yeah. like, everyone's white in all of these stories. It doesn't even register as a race to you. Mm-hmm. So if I was any other race, to have no hero that looked like me, I'd be like, at some level, I'd be like, man, I wish there was a black <laughs> character or a Mexican character or Hispanic in any way. Mm-hmm. And, oh, look, here's Miles Morales. Wow, that's Spider-Man? There's a world where Spider-Man cannot be mm-hmm. that? And can be like me. That's amazing. So again, just having like an author to be a I'm, 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 I'm imagining ten year old girl reads that Miss Marvel comic for the first time and is like, oh, I get why comic books can be fun. I finally related to somebody, mm-hmm. and it wasn't a giant, big titted, big ass woman doing a suplex in a thong. Mm-hmm. It was this normally drawn, reasonably proportionate. That's another thing I realized was thinking about some other artists. Like when a woman writes a woman or draws a woman. It's way, and this isn't universal, but like it, the tendency for it to actually be more attractive to me, <laughs> because they will draw a woman in a way that's sexy in the sense of 
her stature or the way she'll carry herself. Not Pers- the, a lot more personality yeah, comes not, through than just the not, measurements of their hips yes, and, and not the raunchiness of it, or even things like. And this isn't this is not a female author, but like the Batgirl Year One. Yeah, like she's drawn like she's not really sexualized at all. Yeah, she's but this, she's a drawn as college girl. Yeah, like, but she's drawn in this way to like her athleticism, her confidence, and the way she carries herself is like. This is way hotter to me. <laughs> Looking at this female form doing all these amazing feats of strength. Can't fuck confidence. And, uh, that's way hotter to me it. than mm. the amount of like the amount of uh, artists who draw Black Widow with their boobs and ass hanging out. And mm. I love Black Widow or in just, a way that I've probably shared too much about in my past. Pretty much every way that the, every way Spider Woman is drawn too. It's just like I get it. She yeah. has very large breasts. Can and that one not butt. change? It's the definition in the in the. You have so wonderful. many drawings of her to jerk off to. I'm what? just saying. Like, just <laughs> don't change that one. Change all the rest. She's fuck, fine. Fuck, She's fine. Fuck mm-hmm. uh, Black Hat. I don't care. Oh um, man, Black Hat. Did you read some? I did. I read the, what I thought was one of the cooler things I've read. You know what? I haven't checked out a lot of the uh, DC digital exclusives. Mm-hmm. Like Batman sixty six. Uh, no, I have to. I, I did like that one actually. I had checked that one out. It's just the abundance of of them and the fact that like they release three issues in a row with the same cover makes them look cheap. Yeah, and doesn't mm-hmm. in, until uh, Max Landis just wrote a little story about the Joker meeting Superman mm-hmm. for the fir- for I think in this universe for the first time. The mm-hmm. privileged son of John Landis. And, wrote that? <laughs> he's cool though. I, I really no, like I know. Guy. Yeah. Um, he wrote Chronicle. He's got a great video about the death of Superman. That was really good. Online. And um, drawn by Jock? Yeah, Jock's a really good there's, artist. There's a great panel where just the Joker's giving a monologue and it's stylizing itself. And then just like each panel is Jack Nicholson, animated series, uh, Scott Snyder, and Heath Ledger. Just for like one second while he's giving this monologue. And what do Batman and Superman do when they meet up? They talk the whole time. And it's awesome. Interesting. And it's two issues. It'll it's two dollars. And I why am I not I reading more? Adventures of Superman, I think forty and forty one. It was really, really goddamn cool. I don't wanna really want to spoil anything. I did think it was weird the Joker mentioned having oh, I'm weird when I'm on my period. And I was, huh? That's a, He's a, wacky that's, like that's that. weird even for you. <laughs> I mean just it, it seemed like uh the a normal joke. The line. A little bit it, it, that's that's fine. Below, it just it just was like, Wow, really? You said that? You, he went there. It's just like it's just juvenile enough to be kept out of. It's like the Joker making a fart joke, basically. Like he, yeah, I hear you do that. Just that's basically the Joker. Like, I, hi, Superman. I'm here. What are you here for? I'm here to meet you. You're pretty funny. What? Um, why am I funny? You're the Joker. That kind of situation that goes on four pages. <laughs> I, I like the sound. Of it that. was really. I thought it was really fun. I'll check this out. Mm-hmm. I did start reading off your recommendation at the last episode or before uh, All Star Superman. So, yeah. I'm, I'm a little over halfway through. It's really good. Yeah. I'm a little confused about where it takes place. Is this its own Anytime. world? It's the end. Or it, well, it is its own world where every Superman story basically yeah. happened, right? Because like, or could have happened. Because sometimes when he sees people, it's like. It was unclear, like, is this the first time you've met Bizarro, or this is the mm. first time Bizarro ever was that big of a problem? Oh, no, he knew Bizarro. Like, yeah. The Bizarro it, world he'd experienced you know, it, before. That feels like, it feels like to me, and I got very little of this growing up, it feels like the Sunday comic version of a superhero. <laughs> yeah, it's fun while having a little bit of peril and yes. drama. It, it's good. I mean, I'm They're late to the party on they this. Take place, uh, they, I, I like the way you said that. It takes place throughout all of the continuity. But mm. as somebody who, like... 
if he did a book like this for Spider-Man, mm-hmm. when I was reading that book, I would have gone like, that's a reference to the 70s issue. That's a reference oh, to this yeah, 80s yeah. story. This is it. But like, I don't know Superman yeah. that well. Only now, just from partially from reading Chris Sims' articles, like I realize now... Oh, the unknown Superman, the guy with the bandages on his face, that uh-huh. is definitely a story. That guy's a story. That guy was a story from huh. the 60s. These are all Silver Age and Golden Age concepts mm. that he's putting in there. And I was going, oh, I almost said make, making cool, but he doesn't make them cool. They oh, just, yeah. but they exist. Like, yeah. that it is, that's what uh, I read. Morrison had this great point about Superman. That Superman, he doesn't care about being cool. Yeah. Like he doesn't give a shit, and that's what makes him cool. He's just like, I am, I am invincible. Like nothing can hurt me, but my power is nothing to me. I'm an awesome guy who doesn't, who is beyond self confidence or any of that stuff. It's, it, but that, it's not that I think it's a problem with Superman, but uh-huh. that book is. It's particularly evident there that every Superman story has to take place from an outsider's perspective who yeah. reads Superman. Yeah, and that's everything in All Star. Well, because Superman regular storylines of his do get weird. They can only only if it's the last or the first Superman story do you really feel any danger for the character. Mm. Well, that's why it seems so weird that the the Batman and Superman movie is morphing into something really strange. That it just seems like Batman or Superman's just going to meet like twelve different DC superheroes <laughs> just so they can get their cinematic universe rolling. Like he's gonna. Well, that's like, what I'm worried is that they're so caught up in like, well, Avengers made a billion dollars, so got to catch up. Why do we only have Superman in this last movie? <laughs> yeah, so that's why I just fear. Same thing with Spider Man. It's like everyone, and even Days of Future Past. It's like oh, yeah. you guys really want to do Avengers and have movies lead into something, mm-hmm. but Marvel planned this shit for years. They had patience. Like 2008 yeah. is when Iron Man one came out, which means they were planning mm-hmm. not just that movie, but. Not every step of the way. Obviously, uh-huh. this was not all planned out in 2007, but they were thinking about it. The, you guys yeah. didn't start thinking about it until Avengers made a billion dollars, yeah. and then you tried to fast track a bunch of shit out the. And, and clearly, at the end of at the end of Iron Man, they wanted to make Avengers. Yeah, but they would have to succeed with a few more movies before they definitely could make the Avengers. Yeah, but it was them building a them planting the seeds. And after four years, harvesting that crop, yeah. and it was the biggest crop anyone had ever yeah. harvested in film history. Yeah. But now everybody else is just like, well, we can just do this in one movie. Like, let's just, we need to fast track this now. We need to set up a Sinister yeah. Six. Yeah, I just, right yeah the, idea, the idea is that Sinister Six and, ugh, I mean. Fucking Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Yeah, well, we should take a break. And yeah, let's talk and... all about this and some other things, too, like. A new Superman comic book that might interest me. And other info on the other side of this. Well, we, well, well, guys, welcome to the break. This is. is uh, Henry Gilbert, thanking you for listening to Cape Crisis, that comic book podcast we all love doing so, so much. Thanks again for listening. Even when we have to miss a week, we still appreciate all your love and support. But we always want more, more, more support. And in this case, we'd love you to go to lasertimepodcast.com, our home site of this podcast. And you can 
support the Laser Time Network in a variety of ways. You can go to the PayPal button that's on the left side of the homepage and just click donate and you can just give money directly. Just whatever you feel like. Just do it. It's fun. Or below that, there's a t-shirt store. You can buy a t-shirt. Get a cool Laser Time t-shirt and support the show that way. Or on the right side, you could buy something through Amazon. We've got all these Amazon link suggestions and stuff you can buy, but you don't even have to buy the thing you click on. You could buy whatever you want as long as it's through that tab and a little money goes our way. I just bought a six-pack of teriyaki sauce and some workout pants. And that money went, a little bit of that, went to lasertimepodcast.com. You can do the same, guys. Or you could just go to the band camp for Laser Time where we got a ton of great stuff, including S.H.I.E.L.D. commentary tracks for the first five episodes of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and also the uh, first the, the 2013 year notes in the wintry mix of VG Empire. And lastly, not lastly, secondly, if you're on iTunes, be sure to subscribe and give us a review. Review, 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 folks. Come on. And now, lastly, it's time for the Hank's Corner Pick of the Week. You know, it's been a while since I pimped Superior Spider-Man on here, so I'm going to do that. But because there's a new collection out this week that uh, collects the Necessary Evil storyline, which is where they brought back Spider-Man 2099. Spider-Man 2099 meets Spider-Man, the Superior Spider-Man, it was a really cool meetup. I I really enjoyed seeing Miguel O'Hara brought, brought back into the Marvel Universe. And it was probably one of the only interesting things that's happened out of the fallout of Age of Ultron. You can buy that or other comic books we talked about. There are links to it. The buying it on Amazon on the page for this episode on LaserTimePodcast.com. So please... No, go there, check it out. And now, back to the rest of the show! Avengers Assemble! Chris, you don't know who Colonel Meow is? What? Oh my goodness. Colonel Meow, the late great Colonel Meow. He was I know these celebrity deaths come in threes was Colonel Meow, Philip Seymour Hoffman, and who's the third? I don't Bob know. Dylan. Bob I, Dylan. It's always my third. <laughs> Not after that Super Bowl commercial. But uh no, yeah, the Colonel Meow, he was the very furry, like Persian ish cat, mm-hmm. uh internet famous kitty cat. Not as famous as Grumpy Cat, but he looked pretty l- grumpy too. Mm-hmm. In November, he had a health scare. He came out of it, and we're like, "All right, he's better," because he was only two years old. Oh, wow! And but uh, and they've been taking all these pictures. He had all these fun Christmas pictures, mm-hmm. and then the account was like silent for four days, and then up came a thing like Colonel Meow's gone. He's passed away. Just too cute to live. As on the thirty first. Uh, let's all have a moment in silence. The name of Colonel. <laughs> Does he have, like, Betty Boop outfit on? Like, I only uh, have a couple sounds. So that internet sound. cartoonist, the oatmeal, drew a very nice tribute to him. It's like 12 sounds on here. This anyway, it was, it, was, it was a bit of a downer. But, uh, was, I wanted to add to because I was trying to catch a fly during your conversation about DC Marvel. Uh, I <laughs> mentioned it on, on, on 
video game apocalypse, but it was something I thought that was awesome, was the Sly Cooper trailer. Yeah. And the Sly Cooper trailer is, are we in agreement, completely fucking awesome. I didn't watch it. It's great. It's great. And part of the reason that is, is because the uh, production is being mounted by the studio that owns it. And mm-hmm. cares about the longevity of this product. They're not licensing something to make yeah, the most money same. in a short amount of time. It looks like yeah, people who are invested and want to build. A we franchise. care now, so we're telling you at the beginning of 2014 that coming in almost two years, over it, two years, is this thing. It does seem weird to me that like they should have done this a decade ago. Probably like, why but, they were at their peak during in 2004. So we all love Sly, don't we? Well, I do, and so yeah. it's it's kind Did of. Did any awesome. of you finish any of the games? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I did. I just I which ones? Uh, one and no, not two. Probably not three. Pardon me, but not the HD collection. And the only reason I didn't start, <laughs> the only reason, oh no, I played the I played one in the HD collection. Yeah, and I bought four, and I couldn't get my Vita to sync up, and I wanted to play it on the train. Mm. Um, and I, but no, I so I'm still the biggest Sly Cooper fan. Oh yeah, fine, you're the biggest Sly. Cooper That's all I wanted. That's all. But I wanted. it's a great character. He is. He it's, is. It's, he a, is. It's, a, it's a it's a great premise, and it was like he's George do you, Clooney. Do you understand that we have not seen that before? We have people who rent video game franchises to make movies out of. Video game studios don't make movies on their own mm-hmm. this is the Marvel style Final Fantasy Spirits with it and that's yes yes they did <laughs> they totally did and bankrupt. that's when it can go wrong yeah yes uh, that, but... was, that was when uh, uh, yeah Square got bit by a little bit of the hubris bug well uh, there's yeah. a better form of it well I almost see, shaking it off I see video game <laughs> companies have been getting into that a lot too like Namco or actually I was the other say Namco Bandai but they have officially rebranded themselves internationally yeah. as Bandai Namco that's, really? that's their name in Japan. It's always been, but right. they're ban- they're now they officially. I got a press release about it. Ban- Bandai Namco everywhere. Why can't they just be Namco again? Because nobody in this country knows or cares who Bandai is. Because clearly Bandai wears the pants. Wears the pants in that relationship. And yes. uh, say, though I wonder if they're going to switch around. It's uh, Koei Tecmo in mm-hmm. Japan, but I feel like they're going to keep it as Tecmo Koei here. But anyway. You know, Namco, they did that Pac-Man show that mm-hmm. the kids like. I'll just say that about it. And then there's a CG Pac-Man show that's very popular on Disney XD. There is? Yeah, for real. I was not aware of this. And uh, there's going to be... They they announced it, it going into production over a year ago, but Sonic Boom, the new Sonic cartoon as well. Only they had a theme song CG. ready to go. I hope they do use that one. God, oh, wow, that'd be but great. But then they replace. I mean, they didn't reuse the old Ninja Turtles music for Ninja Turtles when they, they made a whole new song. Ah, that's good for news. What do you think of the new Ninja Turtles designs? Man. Oh, the Michael Bay ones? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, oh, it's awful. It's They look like they're half Hulk. They look weird, but I'm not... I don't. I miss I don't when they're disguised in puppet costumes. I think they were more relatable when they looked... When you could talk to them and you knew they were in the scene with you, like... No, no, that's no. That's the power what, of puppets. It, it, just that they... It's called Ninja Turtles, and now they definitely look like ninjas more than they look teenage. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. and they yeah. that's not a teenager. They're more relatable no, when they, they are look. Teenage. They look like thirty year old. They look like the Foot Clan, gruff dudes <laughs> that happen to be kind of green. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and I'm just worried that that well. Well, you know what they reminded me of. I, I have no stake. I don't care. Yeah, who cares? 
Those well, Transformers yeah. movies are it's the Michael worst. Michael Bay. It's yeah. Oh the man, fact, that new Transformers trailer looked like shit. Like the fact, the number of people who are like, man, Optimus Prime riding Grimlock. I'm down. I'm like, that movie looks like hot garbage. Wait, wait, it's going to be a fucking travesty, like the other three. I didn't. Just, and Grimlock looks like a giant nothing. He's a giant was, sharp T Rex. Seeing them doesn't matter. Michael anymore. Bay simultaneously so shooting two movies. No, he's producing Ninja Four? Turtles. He is not directing. Ah, uh, yeah, he's not. I don't know who's who's directing. Megan Fox. So, somebody yeah. cheap. <laughs> so they could afford Megan Fox. She's oh, she's April O'Neil. She is April she? O'Neil. Don't Jesus, never forget. Jesus never forget. Christ. Somebody pointed out online. I could not stop laughing. But the size of the jugs of, on April O'Neil and the arcade marquee. I had not. I just hadn't thought about that in like the longest time. That. Like it looks total porn star. <laughs> Yeah. Well, knowing how people, Konami especially, just redrew covers and posters. It's, it's a games. photograph of a human being. Yeah, yeah. it's the, yeah, okay. it's those people. On, it, she's the only human on the... What was it? Oh, yeah. In a very Jeremy Parrish style that I love about him, he did a whole article for uh, US Gamer about this tank top that was worn by women in different Konami ads all throughout the 80s and 90s. Just like, here's that tank top again. And he just said, yeah. all these official ads are just women wearing what clearly was the same tank top that God damn the company used. But That is a wonderful... That's, I'm glad the internet exists. But to bring that back to comic books, too, I think that uh, those designs reminded me of the Jim Lee mm-hmm. Ninja Turtles. Do you guys remember no. this? The... You weren't buying toys. Uh, you weren't interested in in, in uh, turtles toys at the time, I guess. But there was this line called "Jim Lee imagines the turtles." It was not related to a comic book or anything. It was just the toy company said, "We will pay you, Jim Lee, to redesign the Ninja Turtles, and oh we will goodness. make them." And so the Thor turtle, I do. So, but the the weirdest thing was. The line was only three figures, so there was no Leo toy. It was just mm-hmm. Don, Raph, and Mikey. And they all have very different looks, very highly accessorized in the Jim Lee style. And they're also just very, like, hulking and stuff. Oh, and, uh, oh I do remember these toys, yeah, yeah. Well, now that I look at the I was picture. sad that I owned all three of them, but I was sad there wasn't a Leo, because Leo was my fave. Oh, it still is. I mean, it had to have failed big time. They, I mean, they, they weren't the successful floor. at the time. It stood out too. I remember reading in Toy Biz. I remember the in Toy Biz magazine. They said it was strange because, and it still is true that uh, toy manufacturers don't like advertising who designs them because they feel like they'll get uh, stolen and you know maybe paid better for doing a good job if they're known. But so it was very strange to be like open about who designed this character, huh. who, who designed the toy. Well, um, Speaking think, of casting, yes, people were um, Eisenberg. Yeah, I think I feel like maybe I, I've been really. People busy. thought we'd get mad about. Yeah, this. I've been I'm really busy. Mad. Oh, there was a Leo toy at some point. A what? One? Well, I never saw a Leo. picture one. Sorry, go. I saw the design. Just said that I don't think there was a lot of fervor. Like, well, no, my God. I didn't get mad. Jesse Eisenberg. Like, yeah, he's played a uh, quiet. <laughs> he's a good character. Sociopath actor. already in the yeah. social network. He's. Can That's, probably he's he's in short a way, I just, and young. In a way, I just feel like it's lazy where they're just they were in a meeting. So like, all right, Lex Luthor in the '60s he was a mad scientist. In the '80s he was Donald Trump. Who would be the evil businessman now? That's uh, right. You Silicon know, value the guy who owns the guy who owns Facebook. Get Jesse Eisenberg. I, uh, they're just going to tell him to play Mark Zuckerberg is like, like just but, turn well, but it, it's always about bit. the it's always about the shades of crazy though because yes. like like be Mark Zuckerberg but also is he Gene Hackman at all is yeah. he no I hope he's not Gene Hackman with his stupid like 
real estate ploy. Well, not not necessarily like that, but that kind of thing where it's uh, like, is he going to have a cartoonish side? Like, I guess not because that's not the world that they are making. Cartoonish side. I don't want. Well, that I don't mean like wacky nonsense, but I just mean like. Like like Heath Ledger's Joker was. There's always shades of Joker, but this Joker was less practical jokes and more just crazy homicidal mm-hmm. dude with a weird six sense uh, sense of humor. Not the Jack Nicholson style, which was I'm really big on the fake teeth and, and the a gags. big ham. Yeah, just... um, which also Hot works. Lawn in the old town. Tonight. Yeah, which totally works. Like that's yeah. different shades of the same character, and it totally works. So it's like here you can do Luthor, but what is the spin? I know Eisenberg. I trust Eisenberg to discover his own Luthor. Yeah, right? if, if he needs to convey a competitive ruthlessness, or mm-hmm. uh, it's just, I, I, I can totally see him. He's going to be fine. Why it feels weird? He's, he's like, going to look terrible with no hair, though. But he doesn't necessarily have to do. Who no knows? Hair. Yeah, better do that. Then I'll get well, upset. now he'll just be like Clark Kent in the last movie where he'll just be bald in the last scene. And they'll be like, now I'm fine. That's how the stupid movies do now. That's how they did in the first G.I. Joe movie yeah. where they're like, well, you, I know you want Destro and you want right. Cobra, Commander. Cobra Commander. But they're only going to be that for the last two minutes of the film. And That's... then JGL is going to be Cobra Commander and we'll yeah. never get him back. Nope. Uh, they were lucky to get him there. They... Probably just like you only have to be in the flashbacks. We'll we'll pay you a lot of money. You were a kid once. Or was he not in the second movie? No, I don't even think Eccleston was. Was he? Is Destro? No, yeah, no. It's just a voice. Like well, yeah, Destro. The second GI Joe was heavily retooled. Baroness wasn't back either. Mm-hmm. The, the Baroness. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, but I mean, the thing has to be like you know, this is a Luthor who is. I mean, if we go by Man of Steel, he's already well established because there's already like the Luthor Industries or whatever mm-hmm. truck, oh, yeah, yeah. truck, and so it's like he's already around and rich and crazy or whatever. So or it's he like could have inherited it would make me hate him more. That's true. Mm-hmm. Could be any inherited, but it's more like he's going to have to like. Again, this is this is why I'm not so totally against the idea that Superman had to kill Zod. Like I'm not. If they use it, I hope because, they yeah, need to it, use it to their advantage. It is yes. totally how they use it. It's not just like, boo, you ruined this. It's like, you maybe ruined the character. Maybe. Uh, but it's not conclusive, and it's dumb that you have to have, what if we make another $200 million movie yeah. to, pr- to show you why we were... It's that's like, what angered that's me. Shitty, that's shitty all around, that's but what, it's... Yeah, that's what angered me after the fact. Is like, they don't support it in their own movie. They're just right. like, See the hey, next wait, and wait yeah. for three years, and, and then that, we'll, make, yeah. we'll prove you wrong. And that's that's... Shitty, but I am interested in the long form storytelling of these characters, so I will wait until what you do with the next one. Uh, episode one was such a garbage pile that was like, well, let's let's wait. Maybe uh-huh. episode two will make episode one make more sense, and it made it somehow worse. Yeah, the George. <laughs> I think that was because I think it's more so just that George Lucas had no plan, but nobody could question his right. lack of a plan. <laughs> right. These are just overly planned. I'd they say, are highly the calculated and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but they're giant I, tent poles. I want to like them. I'm not going to go in boo-hiss until I... Really I really hope the... Ro- I, I already... I'm annoyed that there's so many superheroes in these in the in the movie now that they got introduced into the Ma- Man of Steel universe, but I really want The Rock to be Green Lantern. <laughs> I really I do. I thought that was a funny story that he, he included... Uh, a Green Lantern reference in his hashtag like two months ago. <laughs> yeah. And nobody picked up on it. I want him to be GL just because, like, I don't want another bland white guy. They are, this is a, a white enough league. I actually came to, like, the... Ju- the, the that could uh, be the opening of the movie. Like, Triple X 2. Ryan Reynolds can hand the torch because he dies. He should get shot in the face yeah. in the very start of the movie. And then 
Ryan Reynolds isn't bad. I no, I thought. I, but I want to see. I, the, I, I like, like how we're in the weird minority on that movie. It's so John great. Stewart is is a better member of a di- team dynamic for because like Hal just they had to find something to do with Hal like Jeff Johns in Justice League was one of the first to really give Hal a, an interesting personality to be in the group because he's like the hothead who's trying to prove himself too hard and he's also like I'm not afraid of nothing Super or Batman I'm going to dive right into this Batman's like I'm trying to fucking plan this shit stupid how is that not the Flash's personality well because Barry Allen is boring and he overplans things because he has too much time to think and he plays it too safe but isn't the modern is it not is it Barry Allen mm-hmm. I can't even tell Barry the Allen has been the dude since I felt like they were riding him like Wally West where he was way more you know they, smirky they and... lightened up Barry a little but he oh, is okay. still Barry okay Speaking, Man, uh, have you seen the, these wiki? I just where else am I going to toss it out? All right, you got a wiki. Uh, there's just an ad right now. It's a giant pop out of Buffy the Vampire Slayer that says sponsored yeah. by Castlevania. Yeah. It fills me what? full of joy. Wow, fills me. Full yeah, it's like pretty... build your vampire hunting crew. Cap brought to you by Castlevania. <laughs> cute. Love That's it. Cute. Didn't know we didn't know you could do that. Oh, hey, speaking of uh, comic book things, I watched the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. I watched an episode of that. I don't. Haven't heard anything fun. about it, but the toys make it look terrible. Well, it's not for us. It is not made for you. It is made for 13-year-olds who watch the Disney Channel. Does your Spider-Man XD. have a motorcycle? He rides a motorcycle. In the very first episode, he rides a motorcycle. <sighs> and it also does the thing which, for storytelling purposes in a kid's cartoon, I totally makes sense. But were it in a regular Spider-Man comic, I'd be like, this is stupid. A bunch of other superheroes go to high school with him at Midtown High. <laughs> as in Iron Fist, Nova, <laughs> Luke Cage as a 16-year-old. And if you remember the superhero White Tiger who appeared in Bendis' Daredevil, yeah. uh, she it's now a lady who is the sexy Latina, or the uh, the feisty Latina, I should say. Excuse me. This She's good. The- I But, like, <laughs> look, I, I'm not against it. It's It's... It's no, fun, and Peter it's is fine. They, they, it Peter just is, makes me feel old and cranky. Peter is very well realized, but it is like a Scooby Dooifying yeah. of the group. And, and it, but it, it's well. Here's oh, worked I, for Muppet Baby. Why would I even yeah. argue this? Who gives a shit? <laughs> well, this is why we do the show. Elsie. I know. I know. <laughs> Who gives a I shit? Just, I feel like I just derailed our lives. <laughs> like, oh my <laughs> god! Let's quit. Laser time's over. I, I guess I should get a job at a bank or something. <laughs> but it was just like. When I was a kid, uh, the cartoons I watched and were terrible. The to- they were bad cartoons, like the X-Men. Well, again, Batman the Animated Series, fucking awesome. Can't, but Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Well, that, again, really that, was before, that was before my time. Yeah. That wasn't aimed at me. It was rerunning me. when I was It was rerunning, but it wasn't made for yeah. me. The 90s one was, and it's almost worse. Uh like they the animation is actually seri- probably oh, the worse. animation is awful, but yeah. they treated it with a little more seriousness. They did, they did. But it's more like those were still trying to be true to the comics, like the X Men cartoon for all of its weirdness mm-hmm. and really bad storytelling. And okay. I don't hate it as much as other. No, no, no. It's not a giant piece of shit by any means. I'm not going it, back to watch it. No, God, no. But at the time, it was really cool and it was fine. But it was like, here's the comic book kind of distilled. We want you to be interested in these characters and buy the toys and buy the comics and share in the lore of this rich universe. It's all a tapestry. Mm. Whereas when they do things like this, this is like. 
I feel, uh, well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe kids now, everything's so niche and fragmented. Kids are programmed to think better along these lines. But if I know if I was a 12-year-old and I kept reading and I kept watching the show where they all go to school and I'm like, uh, oh, I saw the movies. They don't go to school. That must be when they get older. Oh, I'll read one of the comics. Yeah. They don't go to school here either. What the fuck uh, is this? Again, like, it, I would just be like... Now I'm pulling it out, literally. I would have been Muppet like Babies. I think ki- but that's them as kids, and then the only I, other Muppets there are are the Muppet Show and the movies. That's when they're older. There it's was, a timeline. It's very clear. Well, that was a point when I realized <laughs> no. I had gotten to... I had aged out of cartoons a bit, because I thought to myself, I would watched enough of the Muppet Show mm-hmm. to be like, they couldn't have known each other as kids. They these, <laughs> The Muppet Babies is cotton, is bad, is discontinuity. <laughs> Every one of their movies has different continuity. What? No. That that scene... Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the movies work differently. Well, but, in, but at least in the first movie, they're watching a... They're, the Muppet movie is a movie that the characters are watching that is based on their lives. It's still... They're still Looney Tunes-esque characters that can be dropped into any uh, situation. They carry over certain traits. I know. And superheroes are the same. But it's but I'm still just comparing it to the cartoons of our time, which we're, we're still respecting the stories that are being told right now. Mm-hmm. And these cartoons are... What's the fad right now? The, like, how many Spider-Man cartoons have there been in the last ten years that are just like, what's cool right this second? Yeah, I, and it just yeah. seems like such flash in the pan. Like the number of different toy lines that scream through Toys R Us at the speed of light, and well, they're just gone. I feel like Batman the Animated Series is more just like like the distillation of like what that. Is Batman. Like that, yeah, it was a distillation, and it lasted for years. Whereas mm. in the last ten years, how many Batman cartoons have there been? Yeah, because they can't stick to anything because none of it's very good, and nobody gives a shit. To, to play devil's advocate, do it. Mm-hmm. Not to play devil's advocate, actually. But, like, what, <laughs> Spider-Man worked well for us as kids because he was in high school. It had to have something to nah, do with I, I only uh, saw Spidey as a college student. He was a college or even a teacher by the yeah. time I was really into well, it. Well, I, I had a bunch college, of collections. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but he was definitely younger than every other superhero in the Marvel Universe. Well, he was uh, definitely more relatable because he had problems. Because right? he had problems that right. were similar to things we were either encountering mm-hmm. or going to encounter. And are there, I guess, are there not a lot of Marvel characters of that same age? Not really, no. Well, they definitely created some after the fact sure. to be Spider-Man-esque. Like, Nova was like, what if Spider-Man was Superman also, right? Superman-level powers. That was Nova. What if Captain Saturdays. America got his powers in middle school? <laughs> I mean, they started doing a lot more of them. But... Um, but even yeah. Uh, but anyway, back to the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's it's worth checking out an episode to see how you feel about it. They also they keep doing like shots of like little cutaways of of jokey scenes with a chibi esque Spider-Man. I'm like that's cute, but uh, that's you're ripping that... off Teen Titans from a decade ago. Uh, yeah, like, that's where that toast the Spider-Man and the toast thing. Came, yeah, because I have yeah. a fig- there's a figure of that. There's there's cute moments, and there's also like Flash acts like Flash. Like the characters are at least like Flash Thompson acts like Flash Thompson, Harry acts like Harry. But then there are moments where I think like you guys are talking about your secret identity like in front of the whole class, but yeah. like it, but just because they have to do this exposition. That kind of bugged me, and it also though the that the one episode I watched, I wanted to see. I I was looking through the episodes, and it was the Taskmaster. I was like, all right, I've never seen the Taskmaster animated ever, oh, yeah. And so I watched it, and the but it's the Taskmaster becomes his gym teacher <laughs> because he knows like what a student at the school is probably it might be Spider Man. 
I'm going to be the gym teacher and I'm going to watch their moves to find out who's Spidey. Oh, that's interesting. It was a neat idea. It, so does he's totally Skeletor? Does his mouth he like... He has a Skeletor <laughs> face, yeah. He is, well, his face is just unmoving. The, ma- the mouth face doesn't move. Really? Yeah. He talks through an unmovable mask? It's true. Yeah. As a gym teacher. Well, when he's the gym teacher, he's in disguise. He's just a dude. <laughs> you mean he doesn't have a disguise on? Or his or taskmaster. Out of, well, no, he's wearing a fake mask, too. Oh, is, wow, man. Uh, also, Agent Coulson, played by Agent Coulson, is a regular on the series. Wow. But he, when he... He's the boy, principal? He, he comes off basically as, yes. Yeah, Midtown, also the Midtown High is like run by S.H.I.E.L.D. because S.H.I.E.L.D. knows about... It's basically the ultimate version of S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D. knows who, everyone who's a superhero. It is, the storyline is Ultimate Spider-Man, basically as we knew Ultimate Spider-Man... Two years in, mm. Shield go like Nick Fury goes. You can't, you can't just do this on your right. own anymore. Which happened in the comic yeah, too. Yeah, it did. And he offers to train him instead of being when the murdered, kids who were watching it were three. Yeah, <laughs> but instead of being killed like he was in the comics when he started training with Nick Fury in the show, it's now him just being part of Shield, and so it gives him like a boss to yell at and a principal, and then they start sending all the superheroes to go to school with him and. I like that it gives exposure to like Nova or Taskmaster or these lesser-known Marvel characters that no kids know about, and they should. Kids should know about these characters. Wasn't Nova in the Guardians of the, or the Avengers cartoon? Uh, it might have been in Earth Mighty, so I did not watch that. That is on uh, on Netflix as well. A lot of the Disney-made uh, Marvel shows. Yeah, the XD. XD Barf. Well, one last news thing before we talk about Question of the Week. Which is, uh, Brett, you're not a fan of John Romita Jr., are you? I mean, not, I mean, it's not bad art. I, just I feel don't, like I'm the only guy that likes it. I just, do, I just don't prefer it. Our old buddy oh, Gary yeah. Steinman was telling me how much he doesn't like He's like, I really want to like John Romita, but I know. Then why does he keep getting all this work? And that, the answer is that he's very fast. He's one of the few A-level artists huh. who can actually put out a monthly book. So here's what's happening with old Johnny Jr. Is that he is jumping ship. He's finally, he's called a quits at Marvel. And he's going to work at DC. DC. And guess which book, Brett? Flash? No, think bigger. Justice League? No, Superman. Written by Jeff Johns. So you know it'll matter and that the storylines will get changed if in the third fucking issue because Jeff Johns gets to write what he wants to write. It did sort of like smack of, oh, they're so desperate. The CEO is now having to write the book. Well, no, he's been writing books ever since. I know, but, but it's like if, the, if he's like the only one not leaving the company because he's in position. Well, because if he's one of the few where if an executive meddling, he can go like, no, I'm also an executive. You can't, mm, you can't change true. my book. I'm an executive. Interesting. So Wait, what, which Superman's he writing? Are they launching Simply a new one? Simply Superman. Just uh, Superman. That's the book. a great title for it, by the way. Simply Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little cursive, simply above Elegant. the Superman logo. Mm, yeah, but uh, so he's, he's still only seventy-five cents. Though I think with what's his face, uh, what, John Romita Jr. I feel like he is the perfect Spider-Man artist. But when I've seen him draw other superheroes, he's great for Spider-Man because Spider-Man has no f- his face is just yeah. nothing. Cheekbones and mouths yeah, are, are that's, his that's greatest That's my major weakness. grievance is like when he did World War Hulk, that's where I finally solidified like, <laughs> yeah, I don't like this. But he's so good at drawing lots of people, lots of action, really fast. He's so quick at doing it. 
It's I definitely like, like it, action. Yeah, I definitely like it's not like it's bad art, like where I'm looking at like what a crappy artist. It's just like I don't like that look. It's certainly light years above anything I could ever do. Like, oh, yeah. be, Stop. Like, You're being too hard. No, so. like I have no skill at no. all to draw. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's like, it's not like poo-pooing, like, yo, they're pretty good, I guess. It's just like, it's a style I don't really like. But yeah, him drawing Spider-Man himself is kind of all right. I yeah, think he's The cheekbones, spot. that's definitely a thing. It's just the faces... Yeah, and there's but, an angular look to it. I don't really. But like. it's Spider-Man mask. Like I, he is one. Of, he is in my top five of all time Spider-Man artists. Who are they? Who are my top five? Oh, please tell me. Well, you got uh, in no particular order. I don't feel like ordering it right now. <laughs> let's not John, rush. Let's not rush into this. <laughs> John Romita Jr. No. Uh, Steve Ditko. Yes. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. You know, John Romita Senior in here. He's just edged Ooh. out. But uh, Mark Bagley. Wait, which 90s or ultimate? Any Mark Bagley. I loved 90s Mark Bagley. I was a big fan of the 90s Mark Bagley. Because he's, he's his art drawing, changed so much. His Spidey is still great in Ultimates. Uh, then we got Ross Andrew, the Dark Horse of the 70s Spider-Man artist. Mm. And number five, John Romita Sr. I lied. He's <laughs> uh, it's just so lame to have two of them be Ditko and Romita. It's like, oh the two oh the first two guys who drew Spider Man, big deal. But I will I will put my Dark Horse in there okay. of Eric Larson. Yeah. Almost almost out of pure nostalgia because that's the era amazing three thirty five, three thirty six mm. is when I discovered like the first issue I got as it was kind of happening and being like so it's super nostalgic, but also he really gets the flexibility. Mm-hmm. And hey, Spidey I, had such weird poses. So the posing like, is so poses. great, and yeah, when he draws old people's faces and people's faces in general, well, it's the, really the, weird. And his fashion drawing of yes. the night of the early nineties. Well, is Mary weird. Jane looked like a real doll. Like yeah, because he yeah. The, the way he drew he he shouldn't draw women. Yeah, like, just the way he drew Spider Man, especially uh, with the emotive eyes. They were like winking and like they were all over the place. I like when you were doing. Yes, I. uh, That's a great sound for the podcast. Totally love that that version of of Spider Man. Yeah, Larson is really up there. I get why everyone would be like, "Fuck you, no, never." I totally get it. Uh, I love that his the like his last real Spidey gig was that Return of the Sinister Six, Revenge of the Sinister Six, Revenge of the Sinister Six, because it was just him going like, "I want to draw who I want to draw," so. This one has the Hulk. And I want to try the Hulk and Gog and, and Ghost Rider and now <laughs> Deathlock and now Nova comes in. And, like, then, and Solo. I want to draw Solo. Just because he fucking wants to draw it. It's the only yeah. reason these yeah. characters showed up. Yeah, it was pretty great. All right, question of the week. We Q-O-T-W. got to move. From last week was, and by last I mean two weeks ago, what DC character would The Rock possibly play? Green Lantern. Green Lantern, the end. <laughs> it's Ingler says Darkseed, Mongol. Dark side. Dark side. Sorry, uh, uh, Brainiac or Ares. I'd like to see him as Mongol. Someone large and it. intimidating for Superman uh, to hit and for Batman to stare angrily at. Mongol's Mongol big, is pretty good. Mongol's yeah. big enough. Darkseid's too big. Uh, you need a better actor for Darkseid. I mean, I would want a better actor, <laughs> but I feel like they would just go for The Rock. Ooh, I like uh, Cooper's <laughs> detective chimp. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that seems a little racial. I'm not yeah, look, who, look who made it that way. Super Giraffe said Starro, which I think is pretty funny. <laughs> I, th- mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, White Steve Harvey also going the Green Lantern. Awkward Loser says Killer Croc. Cody Stovall says Lex Luthor before that. Could have been good, yeah. John Wiesel says uh, The Rock was born to play Black Adam. 
Look at all oh man, yeah, he'd be great Black Adam. Wouldn't really fit in that universe. Mm. He should be the black. If they make a Shazam film, <laughs> he should be Black Adam. Uh, Darth Orange, Muhammad X. Uh, the, that guy, I totally <laughs> forgot about Muhammad X. I never really knew about Fantastic. him. Uh, yeah, Black Adam again for The Rock says. Uh, so well, I don't know much Joe. about Black Adam. They've got the yellow lightning He's bolt. He's the evil Captain Marvel slash Shazam. Oh, ancient Egyptian power or something? Yep. Okay. He was great in the JSA books. Joe confirms it. He wants Black Adam too. Black Adam makes the most sense. The Rock uh, is the right imposing build, facial structure, and just the right amount of snark. He was also Scorpion King. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that. the Egyptian uh, connection is Remember already Remember when he there. did the people's eyebrow at the end of uh, Mummy 2 and he came out as a giant scorpion monster? A bus full of nuns says, uh, what do you think, Hank? Uh... Make a good Hawkman. Oh, he would be a great Hawkman, actually. Yeah, like Hawkman is see that. militant, doofy, and he doesn't he doesn't emote a lot. He's like, I'm fucking Hawkman. Like, yeah, he just has to look super confident and buff. And it's like, well, if he was even, like that. If he was role. even half as buff as he was in Fast Six, like <laughs> Jesus, like Christ. just the seat when he first walked into the yeah, scene. Yeah, like, I feel like everybody in our that around me and me were going like, what? Yeah. On, this is comical. The yeah. size of his muscle. <laughs> I just want to touch them and rub my face on them. Ooh, I want to plug other comic. One more comic thing: uh, Wolf Among Us. Christopher, I haven't played uh, episode two. Yeah, it's, it's out there, folks, on your gaming systems. It is out there. It is out everything there. but the 3ds. All right, question of this week: How stupid is Quicksilver? How stupid is that Quicksilver <laughs> costume look? It looks like a Jet Grind Radio character. Fantastic. I, I guess the wider question would be like, what do you think of the new costume? Like, yeah, what do you think of the new costume? The, the last, it, the, what is it? Days Ezra, of Future Past. Yeah, yeah, as revealed in Empire Magazine, the British. What was it, 65 covers? or? <laughs> I think so. Empire gets a lot of. Uh, 25 covers. I think that's a Future Mag, actually. Yeah. It's going to say Empire's it great. Empire's a really it's great. It's fantastic. Mag. And it's so the UK so many, where people still buy magazines. Yeah, oh, that's, why they get, well, that's how they get so many awesome exclusives because mm-hmm. people still read them. But yeah, that Quicksilver outfit is the goddamn worst. And I'm, It's Kid VR, as I'm, someone on Twitter pointed I'm out. I'm totally over caring about that kind of shit, but it's uh, like when I saw it, I'm like, that's really bad. That's not just like, it's different than what I'm used to. It's like, that's a bad costume. Yeah. Well, it proved to me the early 2000s are dated now. Yeah, yeah. Like, they just are. Like, it, because it really seemed, yeah, it was that whole thing of like, this is still stuck in the 2000 design. We're ashamed of, to be superheroes. We're ashamed to, yeah. We're ashamed you to, be to be the Matrix. You have to be you have to look like also, the Matrix instead of the modern movie costumes where it's like, no, no, no. They're just how they look in the comics now. Uh-huh. Like, I'm just con- Cap looks like Cap. Iron Man looks like Iron Man. Thor looks like Thor. They didn't I'm shy away from it. Of from what time period this all takes place. It takes place in the future, and then it takes place during Nixon's era. And Nixon is a character in the film. Thank they God. teleport back. They teleport back to the Nixon era, but they all. But it starts out in the future with the cast of the third X Men movie. Okay. Then they send Wolverine's brain back to Wolverine's young body in the seventies, and Wolverine seeks out the cast, the remaining cast of First Class, now in in the seventies. But. Do you not want to give them a little leeway because the costumes are set in the... Well, yeah, I didn't like... When I saw the old men... uh, When I saw Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen in their costumes, I'm like, 
You look ridiculous too. Like, yeah. Why are you wearing this? You're, just the you're whole well, just withered old men inside uh, yeah. these costumes. Everyone's <laughs> future costume, at least in isolation and in the trailer, mm-hmm. bits and bobs look kind of ridiculous. It just it still looks like the two thousand two thousand three look for like. Well, we gotta have leather and body armor and whatever, mm-hmm. and it's like it doesn't look like it caught up with what every because even first class was like they have yellow and blue costumes yeah. and they look kind of re- they look kind of silly, but whatever. With comic mm-hmm. books, you embrace it or you don't. And this is like, I like they finally went yellow and blue. Like, yeah, that's a very X Men. That's the X Men's color. Yeah, and this is like colors. And I get like okay, if you want to keep a consistent look, you can't. You know you, you if you're keeping that continuity, it's like that's the costumes those people wear. Do you change the whole look of the movie just because that's not in vogue? Or if it's only going to be 15% of the movie, should you just keep the look consistent? That's just the universe to that point already. Yeah, but the point is that Quicksilver outfit's the worst. Like So many dumb accessories. Like every Everyone else I can totally, like, sure, fine, whatever, mm-hmm. I'll deal with it. But the Quicksilver one, knowing that Quicksilver will be in Avengers and that whatever it that will is... will look way better. Just knowing, just knowing that there's going to be, of all the characters in the world, have an argument over... They just didn't even seem ashamed of what Quicksilver's costumes traditionally are. Like they're not gray; they're like green and silver with a lightning bolt yeah. down it. It's like you could have done anything. Like, like frankly, you could have done anything. Yeah, but I feel I, like Whedon won't be as ashamed of what Quicksilver historically. Looks I think like. he'll look like Hawkeye. It'll like it'll look. It's vaguely color reminiscent, but it's not yeah. an outfit. It's like some sort of tactical thing mm-hmm. that has maybe some light blue or green highlights on it, and that's it. It's yeah. it, like it, I, it won't. That's all you just need. Just the hair on that dude too. Just like yeah. Leon Kennedy '90s <laughs> style, like yeah. like Chris Hardwick on singled out kind of hair. Like just <laughs> only light this the light blue that looks like he tried to dye it dark blue and it failed. Mm. It just looks terrible. I was also sad to see um, Fassbender's Magneto costume, which was back to the grays because I really. The promise of the end of First Class oh, when he yeah. shows up in his purple and like magenta costume. Forgot about that. Yeah. I was like, "That's a cool moment." I really hope that's his costume. I'm like, now nah, they chickened out. That was <laughs> just, just for one shot. Maybe they'll even have a dumb line in it where they're like, "Well, yes, I'm not. I'm not a mar- in a marching band. I, <laughs> I, wear, I wear. I'm a. I'm a military leader." <laughs> Or some dumb bullshit like that. All right. So when, wait. So what is the order here? So what's first? Spider-Man. Spidey first. Then Days no, of Future. No, Cap. Cap first. Cap first in April. Mm-hmm. Spidey. Days of Future Past. And who cares? Guardians of the Galaxy. Ah, yes. Guardians of the Galaxy. Forgot. August. And before that, before we're even talking, I Frankenstein. Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's coming on. It's already, baby. already happened. And Zilla's. I don't want the world Zilla's at some point in there I think too. That's May as May also. Y'all don't understand how much I'm looking forward to that movie. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't know. I'm guessing we'll have at least one Zilla cast. I want to get one ready. I should. If the, I, really want, right. I really want to do a commentary track for that 98 movie. Stop it. I think the world would be interested in that. I, I don't think you should do it. I, I don't... It will be difficult because someone will have to rein me in. I will derail. <laughs> the last time I watched it, it took me three hours because I kept pausing it. I hate it so much. <laughs> you have to find someone to hug you every couple of seconds. I just bought... I'm inconsolable. <laughs> just let me go. We'll hold up that giant coffee table book you got up a little I while think ago. you and I bought the same cheap Blu-ray of the original RoboCop recently. And, Do we? Uh, yeah. I think I saw it on your coffee table. I don't think But it's so. the... What? Uh, what? No. What? What? Uh, I don't believe it. All right. It. 
plugs, everybody. Guys, plugs. I'm, I'll ask for plugs. Plugs. Chris, uh, Henry, what, what you shows do you have? <laughs> Henry, what shows do you want well, to plug? Well, it's also on Cheap Popcast, uh, which sadly we posted before, or we recorded before CM Punk quit. I really hope you it comes don't back. Know that. I'm so sad that CM Punk is not, like, it, it deflates a lot of my interest. CM Punk is one of my favorites. They weren't doing dick with him, and he yeah. was. He was yeah. kind of right to leave, though. If his contract was till July, maybe he stayed till the contract he signs yeah. up. I but, feel like he'll be back. I think Vince will sort it out. Yeah, I think he'll be back before Mania. That is my hope. I think that's my hope. Uh, it'd be great if they had him show up during Mania, yeah. like as a run out or something. Because he was still my number one guy. I like Daniel Bryan a lot, but yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm fine with it. You're right? not. Well, anyway, I have no, no, this I'm is turning into cheap popcorn. Yeah. All right. It was crazy. Quick quick story that Charlie Barrett of all people after he saw the Royal Rumble with us he then listened to the WTF podcast with CM Punk on it and then he was asking me all these questions about CM Punk and he Whoa. was like what was this you know speech he gave oh the pipe bomb thing. yeah the pipe bomb I had to send him the pipe bomb so yeah it was uh, I wish I had to I had to go out to a team lunch that day. He was like, hey, let's have lunch. I was like, man, I want to go to lunch with you and talk all about CM Punk. Man. Finally, you asked me a question <laughs> about CM Punk. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, Charlie, yeah. Uh, man, we had a great viewing party for Royal Rumble. And Elimination Chamber looks damn good. I got to yeah, say, that lineup am, looks strong. I am more excited now for the Elimination Chamber match because it used to be the Elimination, elimination Chamber match would to decide... Who would wrestle for the lesser belt? And now it is who will be champ going into WrestleMania. Yeah, that's cool. And I mean, also Wyatt, Wyatt's versus Shield. That yeah. that match is going to be great. Conceptually, it all sounds pretty fun. Yep. And then Batista will be in a match. Who cares? Laser time. Yeah. Yes, laser time this week. Uh, I don't know how to explain it to make it sound exciting, but that one. Four or five. <laughs> Maurice! Maurice! A bunch like kids back before the internet. Your phone company charged you an exorbitant rape rate for you to call for up-to-date information, entertainment, and sexy masturbation time. It was ridiculous. $2.50 the first minute, 99 cents each additional minute. That's how much it costs. Complain about free-to-play games all you want. It doesn't hold a candle to what 900 the, numbers the were charging. scam that was 900 numbers. Total fucking scam. And, I, and we just found... And we then dug you just up a advertise the kids and be like, hey, all the time. I'm, I'm Santa Claus. I want to hear from you. Be sure to ask your parents, parents permission. permission. Ask, be sure to ask your parents permission. Santa Claus, come on, call, call me. now. <laughs> and get I'll dry up and die without your your time, little kid. Yeah, dude. Such, such horseshit. And like just this glorious time of this giant American grift. I'm so happy we got <laughs> to see it. And it doesn't... It, like just... I love also love things, <laughs> especially evil things that the internet murdered. Oh yeah, here's an it's addendum. Gone. Here's an addendum to that. That um, some the the Ultimate Warrior is coming back to WWE to be in, put in the Hall of Fame, and now they put out this uh, this. <laughs> he released one of his reasons that he quit WWE one of the times he did it, and why he threatened to sue Vince McMahon. He was asking for all this like I'm going to be paid the same as Hogan. Give me this money. Give me that money. And one of the one of the things in his contract was I want to be paid the same for my 900 line that Hogan gets paid for his 900 line. Jesus Christ! That was in the, Dave sent me a bunch of pictures of WWE people like I think pretending to be on the hotline while they're uh, advertising it. Bobby the Brain sitting behind a table. Yeah, yeah. No, your mom is a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but exploring that to the fullest extent, just uh, that we all have old payphone stories. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, 
I swear to fuck, it's more fun than it sounds. It's pretty. Tell a friend. It's, it's fun. Whatever, man. We guys. had we recorded three that day, and I think they were all Easy, some of the best episodes we've done in a long time. Yeah, yeah I'd like to do more very soon. Uh, also, VGEmpire.com is the game video game music podcast. Uh, most recent episodes include we just did a Persona episode, which is one of uh, my faves, tearing up the charts. And uh, people your, love Persona. Thanks okay. for your comments as well. The comments are the most important metric I have that people give a shit. Uh, I could care less about the actual download numbers, although keep downloading Number the one show. on the charts. <laughs> that is not the... Uh. <laughs> um, uh, and then before that, we had... Uh, what else did we do this year? Pro- uh, Parappa the Rapper, Um Jammer Lammy episode, and then, uh, I mean, all kinds of other stuff. You know, Streets of Rage, Act Razor, Ninja Turtles. And I would like to play... Battletoads Sorry. episode, why not? Uh, Video Game Apocalypse celebrated its 50th episode. Yay. I had a shitload of fun in that episode. Uh, it was just one of those times where I laughed till my stomach hurts. And yes, look forward to doing more shows with those guys. So much fun. So, so that ends the show for us, everybody. That's uh, the end of the show. Hey, come on. <laughs> All right, so that's it. You know, put your put your answer to the question week in the forums. Buy stuff on Amazon. You already heard me say all that junk. And until next time. Excelsior! Excelsior.